0: All right, guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of NWO Fans Football. All right. Hope everyone's doing well. Let's get into the review here. And from the looks of it we have uh, dan one i one ben one looks like greg one um johnson or uh crompton one and uh looks like Gilo one so unfortunately i don't think anyone i i think those are our uh playoffs so it's gonna be interesting guys I think everyone other than Greg has above 1200 points scored. Good luck to you, Greg. I have faith in you. All right, now that the review's over, let's get into the news. <laughs> Some interesting things happened over the weekend. Uh, Rex Burkhead is coming back, which is kind of good because I think Sony Michelle's injured now, so that might boost up his uh, his rank a little. I don't know. You know, he still might play Sunday. I mean, he's got back soreness, so it's still day to day. But with Rex Burkhead back, I mean, does that limit Sony Michelle's uh, red zone? Possibly. I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see how the game script goes. Uh, Cody Kessler, named starter Jacksonville over Blake Bortles. Uh, I think with that loss that they finally uh, gave up on Blake. I mean, it was a fairly supposed to be a simple game, or you know, an easy game to win, and, and Bortles couldn't get it done. So they bring in, in Cody Kessler, which is going to be interesting. He's only played one game this year, and he's got 21 completions out of 30 attempts for 156 yards that is not good but I also don't know how much he played that game because I know Blake did step into that game or got injured starting and his last season he didn't get any more than 121 yards and that's concerning for the offense um I mean does that signify that Keelan Cole or Dante Moncrief, are, are they getting a step up or they step down? I mean, I don't know. Jacksonville just doesn't isn't looking good at all this year, and I, I really wouldn't even touch anyone other than Fournette. And uh, speaking of which, let's move on to Fournette. Punching people in the face, that's awesome. He's getting suspended for one game. He's supposed to fight it. I don't see why it's one game he's going to lose. And uh, he's probably going to sit out next week. Which sucks for Fournette owners like myself. But it is what it is. Uh, back to the Jaguars, though. They also fired Hatchet, or Hackett, however you pronounce it. Um, so they might actually do very well next week, even without Fournette. Might, I'm going to go with no. I'm going to hedge a bet that they don't. But... You know, it's been pretty NFL standard that if you lose your offensive coordinator, that you kind of go on a revenge game and, and hulk out if you will. Um last but not least, Josh Adams is looking up for the Eagles, man. Doug Peterson really wanted to start him and you can tell that he uh really he kept to his word, which is kind of sometimes rare in this industry, but I mean, he's already got more rushing yards than Corey Clement. I mean, Josh Adams is averaging 5.2 yards a carry with 56 attempts and Corey Clement's at 62 attempts for 236 yards. I mean, with this being a committee, it's... uh, I think his ceiling is, is okay. I mean... I don't know. It's going to be interesting once Darren Sproles comes back in a pass-heavy, you know, game script. Do I like his? You know, do I like the Eagles' lineup? Yeah, it's it's not bad until you get to the Texans. Uh, you know, and really the Cowboys might put a, you know, might give them a struggle here in Week 14. So I. I mean, I, I think it's a good play for now. I don't think he might... I, I think I'd be wary of him. You know, maybe put him in a flex spot, if you will. But I I would definitely wouldn't bank on him giving you a game like he did week 12. All right. Moving on to Sunday reviews. You know, it... I have to hand it to Baker Mayfield for crushing it. He... You know that was a revenge game, and I know a lot of critics are, are, are criticizing the way he's he's treated Hugh Jackson, but I, you got it, you got to give it to him, man. He he once they fired him, and let him go, he he stepped into it and really, man, he's crushing it. And uh, man, that was that was a good game to watch. That was just that was a fun game all around. You know it. Let's uh, move on to some of the interesting players of the week. Um, We had Dak Prescott, who 289, two touchdowns, and 18 rushing yards for a touchdown. You can't get much more from Dak Prescott. And honestly, their offense, I think... Amari Cooper going there was probably, you know, I, I think there was a lot of people concerned about the move, but I don't know. I, I think this is going to be a very, you know, a, a must-watch, must-start kind of team moving forward. because so I think they're just beginning. Uh, Josh Allen, 160 yards, a touchdown, and 99 rushing yards. I mean, He's going to be the next. He's going to be another player to watch out for. I think his ceiling is pretty low, though. Um, But he's going to get a lot of rushing points, and that that gets you more points in fantasy football than it does, you know, a running back. So he might be a streaming option, depending on the matchup. Um, Andrew Luck, being Andrew Luck again, So he did throw two interceptions, not too bad. Is what it is. Kirk Cousin finally had a good game. Speaking of Green Bay, I think... I hate to say this, guys, but Aaron Rodgers and that whole offensive is not what it used to be this year to previous years, and I I, I hate to say it, but I think he's also a streaming option. I, I wouldn't... I don't think... Aaron Rodgers is a must-start every week now, and I, I hate saying that. Under uh, the running backs, we got Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, you know Nick Chubb for 28 carries and 84 rushing yards, and three re, three receptions for 44 yards, and he scored two touchdowns. I mean, it, he's definitely the star running back of the Browns right now. I mean, you can compare that to Duke Johnson with. Two times, sixteen yards, and one reception for twenty-three yards. I, I mean, I, game script's going to Nick Chubb, and it's going to stay that way. I think. I mean, he's just he's he's doing too well, and I think Baker is really, you know, both rookie both being rookies. I think they've kind of got that bond going on at the moment, and I think it's just gonna it's gonna last all season. It is awesome to see that. Browns are finally moving forward with things. Um, Another little interesting tidbit is Seattle is the only team that had two wide, uh, wideouts this week in the top 10. Uh, you know, I, David Moore and Tyler Lockett both had over a hundred receiving yards this week with only five, well, Five receptions for Lockett and four for Moore, but they both got targets, you know, five targets each. They just had a hell of a game. Do I expect David Moore to, you know, they're a committee and they are seeing the same amount of targets. Do I see that moving forward? You know, not necessarily, but they are, You know, they, they're going up the 49ers next week, who's 25th against the passing game. You know, if you need a start, David Moore is definitely... He's he's serviceable. Flex him, if you will. Um, he just... I mean, the, the Vikings is not a good matchup. 49ers, again... And then the Chiefs and the Cardinals. I mean, it's definitely an interesting lineup for the rest of the year, and and it really could go either way on you know points scored because with the Vikings and the Chiefs, you you might get a shootout. So these might be good, great picks to keep on the bench, see how things go, feel them out. But I got off topic. Back to running backs: Uh, Fournette, Kenyon Drake. But Garrett Blunt's an interesting one. I... I don't know. He's, he's an interesting... Would I run out and, and, and pick him up? I I don't know. But, you know, I do have Jordan Howard. And at the moment, he is looking better than Jordan Howard. So, I mean, it's a good possibility. Uh, Zeke, Sonny Michelle, you know... He, Sony's got shoulder injuries, or back soreness. That's my back soreness, and uh, still had a great game. Melvin Gordon, uh, MCL two injury. We'll talk about that in a minute. Austin Eckler, once that Mel, you know, once Melvin Gordon got benched, he took took over, did pretty well. Uh, he, he's definitely going to be. Good pickup moving forward. Who knows when Melvin Gordon's coming back? Like I said, we'll talk about that in a minute. Mari Cooper, oh, Adam, 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 benching to Mari Cooper. Bet you're kicking yourself for that one. Eight carries for 180 receiving yards, two touchdowns, and nine targets. You can't get any. You can't ask for any more than that. Amari Cooper is here to stay, folks. Finally, we can actually. Rely on him. I mean, he is going to get the majority share of targets. And you just can't ask for more. I mean, Amari Cooper is respectably talented, and I think he finally has a decent QB to make him a viable must-start every week. Uh, Juju, Adam Thielen. Don't have to talk about those guys. Those guys are awesome. Though I do find it interesting that Juju seems to be getting a little bit more targets than Antonio Brown. Um, but that's probably at the moment just because you know defense is kind of huddling around Antonio Brown. But I don't know. It is interesting. But I am happy I picked him up. Sucks to suck. Uh, tight ends. Eric Ebron, Zach Ertz, Njoku, uh, Vernon Davis. Man, that was pretty good though he only had two receptions for four targets. I think the, the 73 receiving yards and the touchdown saved him. I, uh, you know, t- tight ends are a finicky bunch. Rob Gronkowski finally came back, did some good. Um, I want to talk about really quickly some other, you know, guys that scored some serious points, but I, I wouldn't bother chasing them complete bibs. You know, he got uh 3 attempts for 17 yards and a touchdown. I wouldn't, you know, uh Chris Thompson's coming back probably. Uh I haven't heard word that he isn't going to be on the injury report or is going No, I haven't heard word that he's going to be on the injury report, so I I would I wouldn't worry about Bibbs. Uh Robert Foster had another great game. Um but he was only two receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown. I mean, you know, plus Miami, the Jets, the Lions, New England, Miami again. It, it even if he was, you know, he's. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't touch him at all. Uh, Carew, you know he. You know, one touch uh one reception for seventy four yards and a touchdown. I wouldn't I mean he has got some big plays, but his lineup for the rest of the year is not good at all. Buffalo, New England, uh Minnesota and the Jacksonville and back to Buffalo. I wouldn't Touch him with a ten-foot pole, and then Janu Smith, the other tight end, uh, who had two receptions for 63 yards, another touchdown. But the volume, just it's not, it's not there. So those are the other guys of note. Um, Let's move on to the injury report. Melvin Gordon has grade two MCL sprain, so he has a minor tear. Um, I doubt he'll come back for the regular season. I mean, he might come back week 16, 15 if they push him. Um, But I, I think for the rest of the season for us, Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson are probably going to be some people that you might want to pick up. Especially looking at you, Uncle Adam but uh Andy Dalton is on IR so Jeff Driscoll is going to be playing and uh he, I mean he hasn't played enough games to really make it seem interesting I mean he's only he's played 4 games with a combined total completion rating of 63.9% for a total of 239 yards you know and he's really only played one single game know for any extended period of time and that was against us and his completion rating was 58.6% and uh, he just I don't know uh, the outlook's looking a little grim for him and that team you know, it, it, is that going to hurt some of the other players probably you know I don't necessarily know if it downgrades Mixon, but it, it certainly doesn't help him. You know, AJ Green, when he comes back, I, I, you know, he might be top 20 now, maybe lower, whereas probably he would have been in the top 10, top 15. So, yeah, it's not looking good for the Bengals. Um,. Back to the injury reports. Evan Ingram, strained hamstring. Uh, I think that's, you know, I, I think it's week to week. I don't know. We're Not much has been heard about it yet. Um, Ken Drake, left shoulder injury, day to day. You know, I don't think anyone said it, come out and said anything about it. Uh, Marlon Mack, concussion protocol. We don't know how extensive it is, so once again, um, it's another day-to-day things. Uh, It might be an interesting time to pick up Heinz again if you need him temporarily. Uh, Jack Doyle, uh, kidney injury, he's on IR. Uh, So Eric Ebron definitely gets a step up as far as... The um, snap percentage, which is great for Eric Ebron because when he's on, he destroys it. But he's also the only tight, on, tight end that can go from like 18 points to zero points to 24 points or, or whatever it was. He had four tu- like three touchdowns at one game and then didn't do anything the next. Uh, Derek Carr, right ankle sprain day-to-day. Uh, I don't know if we have anything else about that. Uh, Vance McDonald, hip injury. Still unknown day-to-day. Sonny Michelle back shortness day-to-day. Marvin Jones, he's on IR for bone bruise and some other injuries that aren't known at the moment. And Kiki Kuti, strained hamstring week-to-week. And I don't... It's a re-aggravated hamstring injury, so he might miss a couple more games than expected. So that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode. Um, and uh, last but not least, the tip of the day is: is really when you're when you're looking for players, especially for the playoffs, check their you know check who their matches are, right? Because now this is what it boils down to is who are they going to play? Who are you going to play? And look for players that are going to play teams that aren't great for that, you know, wide receiver position or that running back position. It makes all the difference. That's all, folks. Thanks very much for listening. Have a good evening.